Welcome to Trending in Education. Mike Palmer here. Really excited to have a fellow podcaster with me today, someone who's got deep experience in executive training and leadership and mentorship. Adam Bendler is my guest today. He's a leadership guru. He's the CEO of the Velos Group. He's also the host of 30 Minute Mentors, which is an interesting podcast. He's coming up on his 100th episode of that. Lots of interesting places to dive in with Adam. But before we get to any of that, Adam, I just wanted to welcome you to Trending in Education. Welcome to the show. Mike, thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here with you. Excited to be here with your listeners. That's fantastic. We always begin by getting our guests origin story. So in your own words, can you catch us up on what got you to this point in your professional life? Absolutely. And in the interest of time, I'll try to make it abbreviated, but I know that your listeners are very interested in education. Education's been something that has been essential to my journey. I did my undergrad at USC and after graduating from USC, I worked for what was then the largest hedge fund in the world, a company called D.E. Shaw, mm. and spent a couple of years there, then went back to school, got my MBA at UCLA. While I was at UCLA, I did a couple of internships for some big companies in the entertainment industry, a large studio, a large talent agency. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I graduated, I worked for a large bank and I was 28. I had worked for all these big companies. And my feeling was if there was ever a point in my life where I was going to do something entrepreneurial, it was really then and there, that moment. And I took the leap. I started the Velos Group with my brother over the years. We've built out a few different businesses and a few different industries. And over the years, I started doing some writing and some speaking. And next thing I've written over 70 articles. And yeah publications like Forbes and Inc. and Huffington Post and mm -hmm. started this podcast and have interviewed hundreds of America's top leaders and have become a content creator and have been able to channel my passion for leadership, my passion for developing leaders into a big part of what I do in addition to my entrepreneurial work at the Velos Group. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. We try to track as Wayne Gretzky famously said, you know, where the puck is going, you know, we've all been going through this transformative time. Any perspective on uh, where we are right now or where you think some, something new and notable might be happening in the world uh, of leadership, mentorship, executive education? So before I answer your question, I have met Wayne Gretzky once, but I was a kid and it was at a Clipper game, actually. Yeah. With a buddy and... We saw Wayne Gretzky after the game and, hey, that's Wayne Gretzky. That's pretty cool. And he yeah. signed with Clipper tickets. Great guy. Yeah. Was he, was he always just peering around trying to figure out where the puck was going or was he actually paying attention? It was after the game. So okay. we were outside of the Staples Center. And yeah. I think it was the Staples Center. It actually may have been the sports arena. I don't even remember yeah. which venue and how old I was, but mm. do remember meeting Wayne Gretzky and like all celebrities, like all people like that, they're not quite as big as they are in person. Mm. I can tell you, I'm not as big as I am <laughs> in person, but Wayne Gretzky was incredibly nice, incredibly friendly. And he's a great one. He's lived up to his name. Great yeah. player, yeah. great guy. Mm -hmm. uh, to finally answer your question, I, I can tell you this. What 
we talk about leadership, mentorship, it's never been more important than it is today. Mm -hmm. And the topics that I talk about on my podcast, 30 Minute Mentors, the guests who I bring on, Fortune 500 CEOs, founders of household name companies, retired four-star generals, they'll say the same thing. Leadership has never been more important than it is today. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think we've seen by virtue of COVID, by virtue of some of these crises that we've experienced is the importance of leadership. It's in our faces. We can't deny it. We can't ignore it. We can't look the other way. Mm -hmm. We're all impacted by the leaders who touch us. We're all impacted by political leaders. We're all impacted by the leaders in our organizations. We're all impacted by every person around us who has any kind of leadership role. And something that I try to impart to the people who I speak to is it doesn't matter what your title is. doesn't matter whether you're a CEO, whether you're a manager, everyone has the capacity to be a leader, whether you're a leader professionally or whether you're a leader in your own life. So long story short, Michael, this is critical. Leadership is essential to how each and every one of us think about how to move forward today. Yeah. And mentorship, the the notion of social capital being so critical to successful outcomes in your professional life. What's it like talking about mentorship all the time with folks who are amazing mentors? Sometimes this podcast gets a little awe-inspiring. What's it like having those types of conversations? Are there consistent themes or or do folks really come at it from lots of different angles? Great question. And to provide a little bit of color, I created 30 Minute Mentors because what I wanted to do was give a broad audience of listeners access to the best network of mentors possible. And when you think about a mentor, you think about someone who is really central to your life. You might go out to lunch with them once a month or even more often. Mm-hmm. You might talk to them on the phone uh, or text them daily or weekly or monthly. They're, they're a constant presence in your life. And, and I think that's extremely important. But I think what's equally important is a concept that I call mini mentors. Hmm. And that's something that I try to bring to my audience through 30-minute mentors. And I think it's something that everyone in some shape, form, or fashion should really try to bring into their lives. Hmm. What is a mini mentor? A mini mentor is someone who you could connect with once. You could have one interaction and that could dramatically impact your professional life, impact your personal life. Mm -hmm. If you think about in your career, you might need advice on a very specific topic and there could be someone out there who has that expertise and that one phone call could be a game changer for you. Yeah, It could be someone who is uh, highly senior. It could be someone who's a peer. Mentors look, take all different forms and I just think it's incredibly important to open your mind to what a mentor can be. And when I talk to the guests on my podcast about mentorship, there are consistent themes that emerge, Mm. but people do share different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And 
one perspective that I thought was extremely interesting that I'll share with your audience. I had Brad Feld, the great venture capitalist on the podcast, and he shared a story about one of his mentors who greatly impacted his life. And that relationship evolved to the point where Brad ultimately became his mentor's mentor. Mm. And what, what's interesting about it is that a great mentor-mentee relationship is reciprocal. Mm. Both parties are giving, both parties are gaining, like every relationship. Mm-hmm. No relationship that's completely one-sided is sustainable. Mm-hmm. But mentors love giving, and to great mentors, giving is receiving. Mm-hmm. But some of the tips you'll hear on the podcast are ways to engage mentors, ways to find mentors. So it's a topic I love discussing. It's a topic I love diving into. And uh, who better to talk about it than the best network of mentors possible? Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a bit talking about teaching a lot on this show. I have heard several different folks say that the way they really learn things is to teach them. And it is interesting to think about what you learn by being a mentor. And it also connects to this notion of finding meaning and purpose in our lives, which is very much related to, to the current zeitgeist of this whole great resignation or great reassessment of professional lives. It does feel like, to, to your earlier point, we are at this moment in time where the need for mentorship and, and leadership might be at its greatest. Do you have any words of encouragement really on either side? Because I know it's, it, it takes motivation and energy certainly to be a mentor, but it also takes some next level thinking to be able to put yourself out there and ask for help and, and seek out that guidance. Any words of, of, of inspiration for us, Adam? Absolutely. And I would love to share thoughts on how to find a mentor, how to become a better mentor. Before I do that, I want to pick up on a point you made that I thought was so interesting and so important, which often gets overlooked. And that is how communicating an idea and actively communicating helps you better grasp that idea. And I want to be very specific. You said that when you're a teacher, when you're whether it's a high school teacher or a college professor, you become all that much more expert in what you're teaching. I had a guest on my podcast, the episode is going to air in December, former Fortune 500 CEO, led a household name company. But before he became a CEO, he was a business school professor. Hmm. And it was a great interview. And one of the things that really stood out to me about that interview was the fact that this CEO communicated in such a clear, I, I would was use the word coherent, but that's an understatement. Everyone mm-hmm. commu- communicates in a coherent way. But he, what he was able to do was explain concepts that might otherwise be complex, that might otherwise be somewhat esoteric, mm-hmm. and communicate them in a way that were interesting, that were clear, that were concise. And to me, yes, a lot of that was because he was a CEO, but I think more so because he was a professor and because he was a really good professor and a really good teacher. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's unique to being a professor. I think any teacher at any level, you could be 
a kindergarten teacher. When you're a professional communicator, those communication skills are so valuable to all kinds of professions mm-hmm. and so valuable to being an effective leader. One of the most important leadership skills that any leader can possess, any great leader can possess is communication. I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but I wanted to highlight that. To go back to your question on mentorship, how can anyone find a mentor? We could spend the whole episode on this, so I'm just going to share a couple of tips. Yeah. The first tip is that it has to happen in an organic way. You can't force a mentor-mentee relationship. Try to find someone who is going to be inclined to want to connect with you. Mm -hmm. Try to find some kind of commonality between whomever it is that you seek to have a relationship with. Yeah. That could be a common interest. You might have a shared love of baseball. Yeah. That could be a, a common background. Maybe you went to the same undergrad. Maybe you went to the same grad program. Uh, maybe you grew up in the same hometown. Maybe you live in the same town right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're members of the same nonprofit. But try to find some kind of common bond because without that, it's going to be a lot more challenging. Yeah. That's a tip that uh, I think, unfortunately, people tend to overlook. Mm-hmm. A, a second tip, which is going to sound very basic, very obvious, but is one that is essential and is one that I have heard over and over from guests on my podcast and is one that I can attest to from my own personal experience is the importance of just reaching out, mm. not being afraid to reach out to people. Mm-hmm. If you don't reach out, if you don't go out and try to build connections with people, you're never going to build new relationships. The worst thing that could happen is someone says no, or someone doesn't respond to you, but go out and do it. Yeah. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Mathematically, that might not be a hundred percent correct, but it's still a pretty, pretty good quote. And also the other one I've heard is. Luck favors those who try. If you don't put yourself out there, you're not going to learn anything. And it, it does take a lot of courage these days just to stay, just to stay current and to continue to put yourself out there. But it does sound like that's, uh, that's really where you see the rubber meeting the road. It's essential. And I can share concrete stories with you. I'll give you one. I had the uh, co-founder of the Orlando Magic on my podcast, Pat Williams. Mm-hmm. And The first question I asked him was about his relationship with his mentor, Bill Veck, Hmm. the legendary baseball player. Yeah. And and I asked him, how did you cultivate that relationship? How did you cultivate your relationship with your mentor, Bill Veck? And he told the story about how he read Bill Veck's book, which he still considers to this day the best book that anyone could read on the business of sports. Hmm. And after reading the book, he reached out to a mutual friend and asked for an introduction to Bill Veck. Bill Veck was very happy to take the meeting and they cultivated a relationship. And next thing you knew, Pat Williams, young Pat Williams was mentored by the great Bill Veck. And when you look at the trajectory of Pat Williams' career, it has Bill Veck's fingerprints all over it. Pat Williams will be the first person to tell you that. Yeah, And I could share lots of stories like that, but that was a very concrete one that Pat shared directly on my podcast. Mm -hmm. And just in my own journey, 
not being afraid to reach out is essential. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So lots of useful tips. This is why people listen to the 30-Minute Mentors. Adam Bendler, the CEO of the Bellows Group, is, is here with us today. Where do you look to get your information outside of interviewing amazing people? How do you stay on top of everything that's emerging these days? Are there any tips or tricks uh, that you use to to try to process all the information that's flying at us in, in these crazy times. You just shared my best tip and trick, which I don't think is something that is exclusive to me. Yeah. My best way of learning is by speaking to the smartest people that I can speak to. Yeah. And something that I tell audiences all the time and that I'd like to share with your audience is that I'm a very big believer that we all learn in different ways. We all have different ways of processing information. And the first thing you need to do is understand how do you learn most effectively? Are you someone who can learn best by picking up a textbook? Are you someone who can learn best by watching YouTube videos? Are you someone who can learn best by picking up the phone and calling experts, calling people who know way more than you do in picking their brands. Yeah. I fall into that category. That's where I try to do most of my learning. I do read a lot, but that's really where I try to get, I don't want to say inside information, but advanced information. Yeah. And you're kind enough to share that with your listeners, which is a pretty amazing. Also, uh, I was curious if there's anything new, what captures your imagination these days, whether it's uh, specific to what you're doing with either the Bellows Group or 30-Minute Mentors, or even just taking a step back. We're always looking for trends. We're always trying to peer around the corner, get a sense of where the world is heading. Anything out there that comes to mind for folks who are trying to stay out ahead of trends, specifically around learning, but also more broadly? Great question. Specifically around learning, let me phrase this the right way. Sure. We're in a place right now where there's so much content. There's so much content out there in any and every venue. So mm. when you turn on the TV, you have how many channels that you could choose from. When you are looking for a podcast, there are how many millions of podcasts that you can select from. Yeah. There's at least two really good ones that come to mind. <laughs> but how many TV channels do you actually watch? I really only watch the angels on TV and a couple of other random shows here and there. Yeah. But with that said, we're in a environment where we're so overwhelmed by content. And I think it's important to understand both as a consumer and as a content creator. And I would imagine, Mike, that your audience, a lot of your listeners are interested in education from the standpoint of how do I consume content? And I would imagine that a lot of your listeners are also interested from the perspective of generating content. Yeah. And so I think that something that's really interesting to me is just understanding this landscape that we're in, mm. understanding how crowded it is and, and understanding that if you want to stand out and if you want to cut through the clutter, and if you want to really break through, you need to do something different. You need to do something unique and everyone's trying to find a way to do it. My way of doing it is very different than the way that TikTokers are doing it. It's very different than the way that people who trend on Twitter are doing it. 
Right. And, and am I doing it better or worse? Or there's, to me, there's, it's, I'm trying to play a long game here by putting out really high quality content that anyone can consume and learn from. But the way that I look at this is it's only going to get more crowded. Yeah. It's only going to get more saturated. And on both sides of the equation, understanding that and understanding how you can navigate that to me is interesting. And it's an interesting problem to try to solve. Yeah. It reminds me of the old adage, don't make me think. It's so hard to navigate. What should I be learning? Which teacher should I seek out? Which podcaster, which guru should I find? There's just all these layers of seemingly arbitrary decisions that you have to make just to get to content, which is why all the streamers just continue to push content to us because people are just tired and want to break. It's nice when the entertainment can be the spoonful of sugar to go with some quality learning content. That's the other area I wanted to get your perspective on, Adam, is the importance of particular types of content and areas of skills to learn, to stay ahead of trends and, and understand where the, the world of work is heading. You focus specifically on the intersection between the business world and, and data science in some very concrete ways. Can you touch on a little bit of that? Yeah, absolutely. I teach a class at UCLA. It's a grad class and it's on teamwork and leadership in data science. One of the core themes of that class is really focused on the importance of applying soft skills in a hard skill world. How do you teach people who think quantitatively the importance of qualitative skills? And that's what I really try to do. So mm -hmm. we talk a lot about unsurprisingly leadership and teamwork. And I have a little bit of a unique approach to the way that I teach and the way that I structure the course. What I really try to do is I try to really bring real world applied learning into the classroom and give students as much of a feel as possible for not only what it's like to lead and manage data science teams, but to prepare themselves so that when they're in a position of leadership to be able to do it effectively. And mm -hmm. a, a key theme that emerges inevitably in this course is whether one even wants to do this. On my podcast, and we were talking about this a little earlier, about the importance of leadership, how everyone is a leader, everyone can be a leader, everyone should be a leader. But that's a little bit different than should everyone be a CEO? Should everyone be a manager? And to me, the answer to that question is no. Yeah. And something that we talk a lot about in this class is what path you want to go down. And so do you want to be a manager? Do you want to be a divisional leader? Do you want to be a president? Do you want to be a CEO? If so, these are the skills you need to develop. This is what you have to do. Or do you want to be a subject matter expert that isn't responsible for leading teams, that isn't responsible for management? Right. Um, and is purely focused on quantitative excellence. And if these are the skills you need to really focus on developing. So mm -hmm. I, I love talking about these things. I love working with students. To me, it's a element that uh, complements everything I do. I love working with executives, but being in the classroom is fun in just a whole other way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can tell. The website, if folks want to learn more, Adam, where, where should they go? 
I try to make it as easy as possible. It's just my name, Adam Mendler. So you can go to adammendler.com. Mm-hmm. You can find me on social media at Adam Mendler. That's at Adam Mendler on Instagram, at Adam Mendler on Twitter. My podcast, 30 Minute Mentors, all spelled out the word 30 Minute Mentors, available on all podcasting apps, including whatever app you're listening to this great podcast on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a lot. And, and hopefully folks got a sense of uh, who you are and, and where you're coming from, Adam. And if they want more now, they know where to go. As we're wrapping up here, any concluding thoughts? Uh, if folks want to walk away with some final words of wisdom or some gems from you, what can you share with us? So much I can share here, but what I will share is that I don't know, Mike, if your listeners know that you're a big Mets fan yeah, and I'm a big Angels fan and we were able to make it through this podcast very civilly. Yeah. So we can do that. Yeah. And I think anyone can get along. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what your political views are, ideological views are, Yeah. It, what your sports team preferences are. Yeah. We can all get along. Yeah. But if you want me to share something on the topic of leadership. Yeah. I'm a big believer, Mike, and this is something that I share with all audiences I speak to. I'm a big believer that we're all bad at most things. Hmm. I know time is limited on your podcast. Unfortunately, I don't have the time to list all the things I'm bad at. The reality is your podcast would have to be probably like a year long podcast for me to list all the things that I'm bad at. Yeah. And to anyone listening, if you're intellectually honest, you're probably bad at just as many things as I am. Right. We're all good at a few things. We all have that one thing that makes us special, Mm. that makes us different, that makes us unique. It's our superpower. And the more quickly you could figure out what it is that makes you special, what it is that makes you different, what it is that makes you unique, the more successful you'll be in life, the more successful you'll be in business, the more successful you'll be as a leader. So I encourage anyone listening to this conversation to get on that journey, to get on that journey of self-discovery, to get on that journey of understanding what is it about you that makes you special? What is your superpower? Before you can effectively lead others, Hmm. you need to be able to lead your own life. Hmm. And that starts with understanding how you are special. Yeah. As, uh, as Michael Jackson famously said, I'm looking at the man in the mirror, Adam, that's where it all starts. And that's where it all comes back to. So, and the, or the woman, it's a person in the mirror. I grew up very close to the Jackson compound. I'm from Arizona in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Jackson compound is in Encino, which is my place of birth on Havenhurst Avenue. I second that. There you go. There you go. Baseball, the Jacksons, mentorship. It's all there. Adam Medler, thanks so much for joining. Thanks, Mike. Really enjoyed it. Awesome. Adam Medler, 30 Minute Mentors is the podcast. Hopefully folks enjoyed the conversation here on Trending It Ed. That's the name of this show. We're here each week trying to get a sense of where the world of learning is going. Thanks as always for listening. If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend, subscribe, share the good word. We'll be back again soon. This is Trending It Ed. 